Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. One and happy Friday. Welcome to the Lovability Show. Uh, so I'm excited about today. Uh, I had one of those weeks where there was all these lessons coming to me, all these things that uh, people still need to learn, the basics, the simple basics of moves and mindsets that keep you single. There are things, and they're blind spots, everybody. There are things that you're doing, saying, and believing that might be keeping you from being single. And I said it in my post on Facebook that if you're one of those people that thinks you're doing it right, you're the ones that need to be listening because uh, you're usually the ones that have the blind spots. So uh, thank you all that are tuning in for being humble enough to realize that this is all a learning process for all of us. Uh, So we're all learning along the way. Uh, I'm in the studio today with my guest, Jim Gouch. And Jim has a, or he's starting a podcast, uh, The Alpha Man of God. And uh, Jim and I have been friends for a while, and I thought he would uh, be fun for this discussion today. Uh, So thank you, Jim. Welcome uh, to Lovability Show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, So real quick, I wanted to, I want to give an announcement for a couple weeks uh, a couple weeks from now, uh, the beginning of September, the first Friday in September, uh, I am having my friend and sponsor, uh, Adine Kingston. Um, she is a dermatologist in Uptown, and uh, that's her pretty face on the screen. Uh, she's going to be in studio, and we're going to be talking about things you can do uh, to enhance your appearance um, as we are all getting older um, because it's happening. Uh, But instead of doing that for an hour, even though we probably could talk about it for an hour, uh, we're going to do a podcast called My Favorite Things. And so she's going to bring in her favorite things. I'm going to bring in my favorite things. And we're going to be doing a lot of like giveaways and freebies and um, promotions and stuff during that uh, podcast. So I want you all to, to tune in. So she's going to be live in studio. Uh, We're going to be giving away, uh, at that point, we're going to give away a whole face full of Juveau, which she has Juveau day today. She's she's doing $10 a day, uh, $10 a unit all day today. So she's um, booked up, I think she has 100 appointments today, which is crazy. Um, But but, uh, in in the first week in September, uh, ladies, gentlemen, we're not leaving you guys out, I promise. Tune in. We've got lots of uh, fun giveaways that day uh, to enhance your life and make it more fun and uh, and uh, make you feel better and more confident about everything. So uh, so anyway, so here we go. Let's get started. Let's uh, dive right in. Um, so here's the thing with people being single is that, th- uh, okay, I'll say the first one is we get older <laughs> That if you've been in a relationship and you you've you're you have grown hopefully from each one, there are lessons you should be taking from them, and wounds you should be leaving behind, right? I agree. And and a lot of you are not healing first, so I wanted to get to that first. What's the first thing that's going to keep you from experiencing love? or a relationship is not being prepared for mm-hmm. it, right? Right. So that could be emotionally ready, 
physically ready. You know, if there's a lot of people out there that have very busy careers and they don't have the time, right? And that I, I see people that are very motivated to be in a relationship, but they don't have the time to be in one. Mm -hmm. You need to wait until you have time. Right. Because it, it requires such, uh, such energy and focus mm -hmm. and intention when you're getting to know somebody new uh, and that courting process is taking place, you have to be there for it. Sure. Right? So that is, uh, that is the important part of all of this. Looks like we've lost our live stream. Okay, so we're back. Uh, sorry about that. So in real life, we, uh, we have glitches. So we just had one. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, so we were talking about being available, like that being the very first, uh, the very first point is that we need to make sure that we're emotionally and we're not, we're not back. Okay, <laughs> we're emotionally and physically available for a new relationship. Uh, so that means prioritizing things. Um, and if it, if it isn't a priority, if you've got a travel schedule, if you work a lot, if you've got a lot of things coming up, don't try dating. If you're too busy to date and court somebody or to put the energy into a relationship, it's not the best idea to start one, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, you see people that, that get in and then and they don't hear from somebody, um, and that's another thing, you know, as far as moves that keep you single, not engaging with somebody. I mean, if somebody texts you or they contact you or they're trying to call you or they're asking you out on dates, if you want to be with them, you need to be responsive, mm -hmm. right? I agree. And if you don't want to be, you've got to be upfront yes. at the same time. Yes. You know, this whole idea of not responding Blowing somebody off, ghosting, whatever the new cliche term is now. It's irresponsible. It's rude. Uh, it, it shows a lack of character. Yes, it does. You know, uh, it's incredibly important to just be upfront with people. Right. Um, I am not, I'm, I'm trying to be mindful here, but I'm not seeing comments um, yet. So... Okay. All right. Sure so, okay, on. here we are. We're back. Okay. All right. So, uh, so the, uh, the next thing we'll talk about is dating patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is another thing, big thing we need to, we need to dive into before we get out there. This is part of the healing process is you need to know what your dating mm -hmm. patterns are. What are, what are, what are you doing? What have you been doing? What have you been attracting? Mm -hmm. That's not working for you. And Jim, I can tell you as a matchmaker and a coach, the hardest part of my job is getting people out of that pattern. Mm -hmm. It's not working. It's somebody that it's somebody that they know is the wrong type of person right. for them, but yet they want to stick with that type and expect a different result mm -hmm. after years. The definition of insanity. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Simple. Uh, you've got to try different things. You've got to know what your patterns are. Mm -hmm. If you don't, go see somebody and talk about them. Uh, you know, I know the other part of this is, you know, a lot of you have read a lot. And I love that you're here and you're doing things like this to, uh, to get better and more knowledgeable and enlightened about what you're doing. But sometimes it requires a deeper dive. Mm -hmm. Because some of, some pe some of your patterns 
are embedded in your belief system, which is embedded in, in your childhood traumas, which you really have to, which that's in the title I talked about limiting beliefs. You've got to get through your limiting beliefs mm -hmm. if you're ever going to have a successful relationship. Let's talk about some of those limiting beliefs, sure. right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, back to your previous point. When you're talking about habits, when you're talking about your dating patterns, your relationship patterns, whatever, it's incredibly simple to go back and identify and take a look objectively at every individual that you were in a relationship with. And heck, go as far as write down the qualities that they had, good and bad, how the relationship ended, what were the tell signs, whatever it is. You'll be able to pull out massive similarities what along worked? the line. It's staring you right in the face. What yeah. didn't work yeah. and what, what did work. Perfect. But, you know, and, and we can dive deeper into childhood trauma, the way that you were raised, things that were instilled in your mind, you know, on the conscious and subconscious level. But it boils down to, are you the best version of yourself? Are you, if you want to end up with somebody, do they not deserve to have the best version of you and vice versa? Are you the best version of yourself? And getting there takes a long period of time. And the minute you start thinking, yep, I'm the best version of myself, you're wrong. You need to continue to explore, continue to explore. You talk about getting help, finding somebody like you, finding a counselor, somebody at church, whatever the case may be, somebody that's a lifelong friend that's going to shoot straight with you. Those are, the, those are people in your life that can tell you that you're getting to the point of being the best version of yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think the other blind spot in all of this is that people think they've done the work and mm -hmm. they think they are the best version of mm -hmm. themselves. But if your relationships aren't working and you end up in toxic or, or unhealthy relationships right. or they're not moving beyond a certain point or you can't find that somebody you're probably not the best version of yourself. Agreed. And so uh, the signs are there. You may think you are, but you can't, nobody can. Even myself as a counselor and my other counselor friends, uh, we can't be objective to ourselves. We mm -hmm. can't see our own blind spots. Uh, sometimes we can. I mean, see some of them, but sometimes, but we, sometimes we can't. Yeah. You know, the best part about uh, doing what I do is, whether it's in counseling appointments or even mm -hmm. sitting here on the podcast talking right. to people, I I hear things. I'm like, ooh, I need to do that. Or, oh, mm -hmm. you know, I need to pay attention. You know, it's just, it's it's a nice constant reminder. So I'm blessed that I have this job. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, but hey, everybody, uh, great to see you. Uh, long pause, Cindy, but we're back. Thank you all for being here. Jasmine, hello from California. Christy uh, and uh, April and Jim. Yeah, Jim says you you never stop growing, and you don't. Mm -hmm. Even doing what I do, guys, like I'm always growing and learning mm -hmm. and having aha moments. Um, even it's easier for somebody like myself that does this for a living mm -hmm. to notice when I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing or thinking something I shouldn't be right. thinking. Um, but limiting beliefs is a really good place to start because I hear limiting beliefs all the time mm -hmm. with people. Like maybe I'm just doing this all wrong or I don't know what I'm, I'm, I'm doing, or I'm not good at picking partners. You know, those kind of things where you have those limiting beliefs about 
who you are and what your ability is, they will keep you from finding your one. They will keep you from um, attracting the right person to you. If you're not clear, and this is number one on this list of finding the one in blind spots, if you're not clear on what you want, crystal clear, you're not going to find it. That's that's where when if you're getting a hodgepodge of a lot of different people, mm-hmm. uh, like if you're online dating or you're dating and everybody's really different because I'll hear people say that they're all so different. I don't have a pattern. I've just got all these different people. Well, that's your that's where your problem is. If you don't have you can't find your pattern or you're dating a lot of people that are different, you're not clear on what you're looking for and what mm-hmm. you want. And that's where the clarity needs to happen. Sure. And I, I talk about this constantly. I'll keep talking about it till everybody hears mm-hmm. it. But you need to know what you want. You need to know who your partner is. I think I talked about this last week. I'll say it again. Who are they? What is their personality like? What do they like to do for fun? Mm-hmm. What is their lifestyle like? Um, what are their values and morals like? Um, religious preferences, um, how they feel about kids and family, all the important stuff. How do they treat you? Like you need to know and visualize this person. And if you can't do that, you're not going to attract right. them. I agree. Yeah, so that clarity is super, super important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to, I guess now is a great time to talk about that clarity. It's also really important that people don't put these, I, I, I this drives me crazy. And I don't go, I'm just, I know I'm stuttering trying to get it out because I want to say it nicely, but some of you have unrealistic expectations. If you're that person, and you're a certain age, let's say you're 50. We'll just say 50. Okay. You're 50, but you want to tell me, I say, how old are you? And you say, well, okay, my, my, my biological age is 50, but I, I don't look 50. I don't act 50, and I don't even hang around with 50-year-olds. I hate to break it to you. You're 50. God. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. You're 50 and you probably look 50. And sometimes you look 55 when you think you look 40. <laughs> and I'm just being, and I know because somebody has to say it. I deal with this on a weekly basis. I don't know what it is about when you look in the mirror, and we've talked about this before, but you look in the mirror, and I think we see ourselves as our best selves. Mm-hmm. You know, we see ourselves sure. 30 years younger. But other people don't necessarily. And you have to take that into account. And I'm going to say that because I'm a matchmaker. I have to do this. I have to present people realistically to somebody else. Just because you think you look 50 and you're 65 or you think you look 40 and you're 65 doesn't mean that you do and doesn't mean that anybody else is going to think so either. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be realistic with what you're looking for on who you are. It doesn't matter how great you are. There's so many great people out there. You've got to be uniquely you and know what you bring to the table and you need to be looking for your partner in a realistic um dating pool. You know, it's, it, it is about being equally yoked. Well, you brought up, I want to touch on something uniquely you. We live in a society to where everybody's comparing every, comparing themselves to everybody else. Okay. And it gives unrealistic expectations. Now I believe there's a difference between expectations and standards. 
Right. I believe that we make a mistake holding anybody, expect, expecting anything from anyone other than ourselves. Yeah. But being uniquely you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a religious man. I am a, a God-fearing man. Uh, I devote my life to him every day. But I'm telling you, he only made one of you. There's one person that is uniquely you. And that is, that's something to be built on. That's something to be built on and say, okay, I'm going to focus on being the best version of me, the unique me that God made spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and financially doesn't mean that you achieve those goals. It yeah. means that you find joy in the, in the process. You find joy in the journey. And as long as you are growing in those areas, you, you develop, the, you create the better version of you. And it's always, it's always getting better. It's always getting better. It's always getting better. I look at it and I go, you know, love Jesus. And this is for me. Love Jesus. Be smart. And that doesn't mean be smart like you're book smart and you're, you can outwit me in anything. But continue to grow in your knowledge and in your intelligence. I, I expand. Be thoughtful and kind. Be generous with your time and your, and your resources. Those things right there, if you can work on those, and that creates the best version of everybody out there. Yes. And quit having these outrageous expectations. It's... I spend a lot of time on social media. I have a, a reasonable social media following. I'm on there. Uh, I, I try to help as many people as I can. And I'll tell you, if you continue to post about how horrible your life is, how horrible this man or this woman did, uh, did to you, mm -hmm. if you continue to do that, all you're doing is attracting negative to you all the time. Right. How can you break out of that if you're continually being saturated? I believe that's a form of addiction because... We, general, generally speaking, we are addicted to the negative. We are addicted to the drama. We're addicted to the stress. And you want to know the pure, let's say hypothetically, you've been dating somebody for a period of time and they decide they don't want to be with you anymore, but you love that person so much. The, the, the rule is, I'm going to fight for that, I'm going to fight for that, I'm going to blow them up, I'm going to call them, I'm going to text them, I'm going to post it all over social media, all this stuff. There are a lot of, form, there are a lot of ways to love somebody, yeah. okay? You want to know that one of the purest ways to love someone, if they don't want to be with you, bring them peace and leave. That's a demonstration of love. I love you enough to let you go. Now, you know, let something go. If it's meant to come back, it's meant to come back. I don't know all the inner, out, inner workings of what God's thinking and his plans and all these things. But we have to get back to a point to where we do not have expectations of anybody other than ourselves. We have standards. We're working on being the best version of ourselves all the time. Never being able to actually get there but you find joy in that process because I promise you, you do those things, somebody else is going to find joy in that process with you. Yeah. They are. And you do also have to know, um, and you had talked about focusing on the negative mm -hmm. and Greg had uh, said also, Greg's a friend of mine and he's uh, a therapist and he said, people do tend to focus on the negative. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, it's funny. I always give people and my clients an I am list. It's one of the first things I have them do. And my one rule is you got to put a hundred things on the list and they've all got to be positive. Mm -hmm. 
And that's a hard thing for some people to do because they're very, they are very in tune with the things Mm -hmm. that aren't right about them. And we need to know what, what is right about us. Now that doesn't mean that we don't also need to know our, our, uh, weaknesses, you know, we should know them and we should own them and be actively working to make those better. How do you frame it in your mind, your weaknesses? How do you frame it? Craig Rochelle, great pastor at the at Life Church in uh, Oklahoma City, 37 branches all over the country, et cetera, et cetera. Love following him, read his book, everything. How do you frame it? You have weaknesses. Absolutely you do. But do you have but how do you frame it? Do you frame those weaknesses as opportunities mm-hmm. for growth and development and to turn those weaknesses into strengths? Or mm-hmm. do you view it as, yeah, I really suck at this? Yeah, might not want to shed any light on that. Might want to hide behind the curtain on that one, right? Right. Stop hiding. So it's how, it, everything on the negative, everything is how you frame it. Yeah. And, you know, Jim, I think that's a great point, you know, when you were talking about what keeps you single, not mm-hmm. knowing your gifts and what you bring mm-hmm. to the table and, and, and your greatness is going to keep you out of the dating, out mm-hmm. of the, out of finding your best if you don't know what you offer. Right. So we are uniquely ourselves. I know I put a post up this week and it was, it was funny, but it was true. But it's as you get older, you just don't give a damn anymore. It's no, like, and you really, it's, it's a great place to be. It's a very freeing place to be where mm-hmm. I don't care what people mm-hmm. think. This is who I am mm-hmm. and this is how I feel. And I'm not afraid to say mm-hmm. it. And that's a great place to be. But if you haven't gotten there and you don't know who you are and you aren't owning the positive and the negative and everything and making it lovingly who you are, because all of that stuff makes you who you are, mm-hmm. uh, then then there's some work to do. Because when you show up, you do have to be different. If you're sitting in front of somebody for uh, the first time mm-hmm. on a first date, they're going to want to know what sets you apart. Right. What makes you unique? Why should they be with you versus mm-hmm. everybody else that mm-hmm. is out there that you know, they could have an opportunity with? Right. If you don't know your greatness and your strengths and what you stand for, and you're not confident in that, you're probably not going to track the great partner. Mm-hmm. So that's a really Confidence important point. Confidence is a huge deal. I mean, it's a huge deal. And there's a, there's a thin line between confidence and egotism. Right. You know, confidence is a huge deal. You know, it's um, and confidence is all about you understanding what you bring to the table, you being comfortable with it, secure in your own skin, understanding back to the previous point, you are uniquely you. And no matter what decision comes out of that dynamic, you're okay. Yeah. And quite honestly, you're better than okay. You know, it, it is what it is. Win some, lose some. But don't come to the table without anything to offer. Don't do it. Yeah. It's a waste of everybody's time. Yeah. And, and you know, I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Uh, post-COVID is the best time right now to be looking for love because people are so intentional. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure that you are on your game, you know, that you, you're at the top of your game, I should say. So that means healing, knowing what you want, being clear on what you want, not playing any games. Uh, and, you know, one of the other things, too, is I think people hiding under that realm of being picky. I want you to be discerning. Everyone Mm -hmm. should be discerning about who they're choosing. But we don't need to be nitpicky. And people get nitpicky. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 
there, I, I talked to a gentleman last week, and he was talking about, well, I really like to date women that are like size zero or two, four at the four at the most. And it's like, you know, I mean. Not in style anymore, bro. Uh, Just kidding. I mean, you talk about being too picky. What are you leaving on the table? You know, and all right. of his relationships have been superficial mm -hmm. and of course, superficial, mm -hmm. and um, you know they've left him and and done and he's had very bad results from that. I don't know if he's watching or not. I want to be nice about it, but that's because we're looking on the outside for what we should be looking for on the inside. So we've got to be discerning, not picky. We have right. got to know what our well, negotiables are, mm -hmm. our non-negotiables mm -hmm. are, what we want, what we're not willing to compromise mm -hmm. on. And the things that we're not willing to compromise on, I want to be careful on this because, and I, I'm, and I'm going to be careful. Mm -hmm. The superficial things, the things on the outside, we really need to be careful on. I get it if you're a really active person and you're in shape and you're, you have an active lifestyle, you work out, taking care of yourself and looking good matters to you. You're not going to want to be with a very overweight person. Mm -hmm. I get it. I'm, right. not, I'm not saying do that. But I am saying that just because you're in great shape doesn't mean you have to be with somebody or you're in okay shape doesn't mean you have to be with somebody who's a size mm -hmm. zero, two, or four. You know what right. I mean? I mean, this is where you're, this is where you're losing, losing it mm -hmm. and potentially losing out on a great person is waiting out for something that doesn't exist. Right. You know, so you're going to have to make compromises and sacrifices mm -hmm. in what you want but in the right places, not in your negotiables and non-negotiables. I mean, the thing, your values, mm -hmm. who you are, your lifestyle, you have to be able to live with that person and get along with right. that person. That person should be your best friend. Yes, you want them in shape, but do they have to be a certain size or do they have to look a certain way or be a certain height? Ladies, you do this with height. Ladies, you do this with height. I'm going to say that again, you know, because... Mm -hmm. This is this is a place where ladies you lose great guys. Not all guys are six foot tall. Mm -hmm. And just because you're five five or five four and you want to wear your five inch heels, you're gonna miss out on a great guy mm -hmm. that may only be a few inches taller than you if you don't open your eyes and change your list up a little bit. Who he is and what he stands for is way more important than you know, than his height or what mm -hmm. heel size you wear, right? So you may have to uh, adjust right. that. I uh, I know I did years ago. I mm -hmm. uh, I dated a guy that was not that much taller than me, and I had to wear. I had, for the first time, mm -hmm. I had to buy flatter shoes. Um, I've gotten really into it, though. I really I kind of dig my flat. A little shoes. bit more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we can we can definitely make concessions where we can make concessions where it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. I agree. It's who they are inside, and you know I think people try too hard here too. This is another this is another place where we lose our time and our energy and love and stay in the wrong relationships, mm -hmm. like you said, uh, too long, is that we try to fit a square peg in a round hole. Mm -hmm. I like this about him, or I like this about her, but not this. It's either there or it's not. Right. Chemistry, not attraction, mm -hmm. is either present or absent. Mm -hmm. So you have to have chemistry with somebody. And can chemistry grow with time? Yeah, it, 
I definitely say you would know in the first few dates. Sure. You may not have, you may not have a that I don't know butterflies in your stomach mm-hmm. or you know that person that just completely turns you on. You know the fir- mm-hmm. if you're on a first or second date, but that's not necessarily what we should be looking for no. in a first or second date. It's great if it's there, but a lot of times when that's there at the beginning, it clouds everything else mm-hmm. and you stop getting to know somebody Absolutely. in the way that you should. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the heart can be deceived. You got to pay attention. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one thing about being the best, the best version of yourself is, you know, being more mentally and emotionally sound. So you can see those things that are all around you. And quite honestly, Everything is staring you in the face. We just let our emotions cloud it. Exactly yeah. what you just said. Everything is staring us right in our, in, in our face. Somebody, I mean, you know, let somebody show, you know, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah. Well, we get clouded, right? I mean, it's so, it's so cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. You know, people will tell you exactly who they are if you're paying attention. Yeah. You know. And but people have agendas. And absolutely. And everybody has thing. an agenda. Everybody has an agenda, you know. Not true. And I'd say generically speaking, um, most people have an agenda, you know, or they have, or or the agenda, I guess, comes on a little bit later. But again, are you, what are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table every time? And and this whole, you know, this whole cycle of dating, you know, date as many people as humanly possible, this, that, or the other, whatever. We get so caught up in, well, the next girl's prettier. The next guy's better looking. Grass is greener you know, somewhere grass else. grass is greener. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, that is completely false. Having been in numerous relationships in my life, I can tell you that is completely false. I can tell you from personal experience decades ago that that's completely false. And that's why I'm the man I am today, because I learned from those stupid decisions And I think everybody's been there. I think it's important to understand that, you know, if you have a great thing, you stay and you work on that great thing Mm -hmm. and put your time and energy into it. And I want to say this, especially to the ladies, I've said this before, uh, if you're dating a guy and you don't have a commitment, it's awesome that you want to get off the dating site. It's awesome that you want to wrap your life around this guy that you are seeing after one or two dates. But I'm telling you, don't do it. Do not put all your eggs in one basket yet. Yes, I don't want you with the mindset, because this is where the, the, mm. there's a little, it's a gray area. It's not about the grass being greener mm. somewhere else. It's about keeping your expectations at bay. Mm-hmm. And what people do, so we talk about agendas. So people have expectations or agendas going in and their agenda or expectation is to get into a relationship. That's a great, that's a great, um, goal to have. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be online hopefully, or looking for love if you didn't have that. Hopefully. Yes. But if you have all your eggs in one basket, there's pressure on that basket. There's a whole lot of pressure Mm -hmm. on that basket. And you don't want to do that to somebody new in your life. Let it evolve as it's going to evolve. And don't put pressure on anybody because pressure will push people away. Mm-hmm. It will push people away. You have to you have to feel out somebody's um, the way that they move, mm-hmm. and you have to you have to move with that versus 
your agenda. Mm-hmm. And people do. They have agendas. People move too fast. It's not just women that want a relationship uh, or women, they want kids and their biological clock's ticking. That'll do it too. Sure. Um, but nobody needs to move too fast, right. too quickly, and get serious too quickly. Slow the heck down. We have. It's great if you find somebody awesome, but you're not in a race. Mm-hmm. It's not a race, right? It's it's a marathon, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's for the long haul. If it's for the long haul, take your time. Don't put all your eggs in one basket mm-hmm. because the pressure that you put on yourself to just be with that one person and if they don't ask you out or if they're out of town for the weekend or they're doing something and they're busy and now you're sitting at home alone, now that that's mm-hmm. not their fault because that's what people do. They're like, well... He's not available for me, and he's not asking me out enough, and we're not doing enough together. Well, get your get your tail busy. Mm-hmm. You know, you need Agreed. to be busy. You don't need to put your whole life and future and social life into this mm-hmm. new person's hands. Take your time. Take Absolutely. your time. Yeah, until you're in a committed relationship. Which it takes two to agree on that, by the way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You until know, you're in a committed relationship. Until you, slow until down. you sit down and had that conversation and said, no, it's us. It's us, and this is how we're going to move forward. Right. You know, it's... Um... But it's slow down. I mean, oh, yeah. at the end of the day, the message is slow down. If you mm-hmm. find something great, focus on it, enjoy it, and allow it to evolve as it needs to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Kelly says the grass is greener where you water it. It certainly is. Oh, absolutely. It certainly is. Um, and And water it lightly until mm-hmm. you get to a point where it's appropriate to to move mm-hmm. forward at that sure. point. And like you said, Jim, it'll be mutual. Absolutely. That's how you know. And kind of like a, a, a small segue from that, uh, imagine a world, imagine a world, imagine a dating scene where every single time you went out with somebody whether it was something that turned into something later on or whatever, that your sole goal was to bless that person when you were there, okay? Bless that person. Then transcend that into a committed relationship. Imagine if both individuals' goals were to bless the other person, expecting nothing in return. See, that's where we're missing this whole thing. We expect, we expect, we expect, we expect, but we never expect of ourselves we expect we did this, we should get it back in return. Or you end a relationship or your relationship is rocky, but I've done this, 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 and this. Now, wait a minute. If you truly cared, everything that you did, you did out of the kindness and generosity of your heart. That's expecting true. nothing in return. So you're telling me this is a transactional-based relationship. I don't think so, you know? But when it's natural, it moves both Absolutely ways. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. And, and if, if both individuals are looking to bless the other one, mm-hmm. expecting nothing in return. Now, I'm not talking about infidelity. I'm not talking about physical, mental, or emotional abuse. I'm not talking about any of that. Right. I'm talking about a, a committed relationship. Now, if you've got somebody who's a bum that's just hanging out all the time, all the time, all the time, isn't moving forward, no vision, no goals, no wanting to build anything with you, okay, move on. Move on. You deserve better. Everybody does. But blessing one another in a relationship... 
That should be the goal. And honoring where someone else is. Just because you're in a certain mm -hmm. place or you've had certain experiences, it doesn't mean somebody else is, is in that place Absolutely. too. So we always have to be looking uh, to that other to that other person mm -hmm. and learning. That's what dates are about is learning mm -hmm. about them mm -hmm. and seeing where they are, where they are, mm -hmm. what they want, what, what they're looking for, what their journey has mm -hmm. been. Uh, and, and moving with in both people's comfort zones. Sure. So, uh, so yes. Yeah, so, um, so I also, uh, I also want to talk about a, like just the, the tail end of that, is being a little aggressive about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to be aggressive to get what you want. That goes for men and women, meaning um, be appropriate in the way that you approach somebody and it's not a competition. Absolutely. And I think so often, and I, I can't say, I don't, I can't say post COVID it's like this because I haven't really seen it. Because men are more receptive now. <laughs> Ladies, men are more receptive now. They're a lot more open. I think they're more open to a relationship than women are right now. Mm -hmm. They're just in a better space. So when, ladies, you're in a really good spot right now. But you're not competing for a man. So you don't have to be aggressive and do things to compromise who you are or the, the natural pace of a relationship to get a man mm -hmm. or to keep a woman. So don't. Uh, and guys, don't compromise your integrity either. Um, if you feel like you're not getting what you deserve, quit it. Quit. Quit mm -hmm. hanging out. Quit asking sure. her out. Um, you know, if somebody likes you, you'll know. Um, mm -hmm. I think I just posted this today, but it's like one of those, you have these simple truths in life. But if you if somebody likes you, you'll know. And if if you if they don't, that's when you get in your head and you're confused. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants to be in that confused place. If you're confused, if you're asking questions, there's a reason for your it. Your mind it's, will mess with you. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not the it's not the right thing. Right. You know, um, I want to bring this point up too as well. Things that are keeping you single. And I talk to single people all day long. Jim, you'd be shocked at this. But people aren't going out. You have to go out. Mm -hmm. I know we've been in a pandemic, but we're not anymore. Mm -hmm. And I, there's ways you can safely go out, get out. You've got to see people. You've got to meet people. You need to get your game back on because mm -hmm. a lot of people lost it. Absolutely. They became antisocial during, I mean, we're not built psychologically for We're social creatures. Yeah. yeah. So I get that we're a little rusty, but we need to, people, you need to get out. And I was just talking to uh, one of my coaching clients yesterday. Uh, she lives near LA. So she's in a really busy, big area, Dallas too. Mm -hmm. This may mean you brought in your search. Um, yes, we know for you people in Dallas that going past 635, if you live in the city of Dallas, is really hard for you. It's really hard and difficult to cross over 635 to date somebody in Frisco but or, you know, South Lake or Fort Worth for that matter. Break out of that mindset. You know, you have got to broaden your horizon. Maybe your perfect person doesn't live five feet from you, mm -hmm. right? We all know that that we love it for, to be convenient, right? Sure. People go, oh, well, I like to go out to dinner and, you know, see my person like multiple times a week. Mm -hmm. Great. Make it work. But broaden your horizon. Broaden your search. Go more, hit more mileage, mm -hmm. you know? Um, if you live in Dallas, go to Fort Worth one night for dinner and, and to have fun. Get out and try something different, right? Mm -hmm. Your person may not be at the house next door. Right. Right. Odds are they're not. 
Yeah, probably not. Mm -hmm. uh, Jim says, do you do you guys and gals um, feel that people are so anxious to be in a romantic relationship that they don't even know if uh, if they like each other? Uh, possibly, uh, yeah. I, I, that's that's possible. Absolutely, I think it's I think it's more possible. I mean, more people than are getting in relationships because they want a relationship without even. And this is where we compromise. Mm -hmm. This is where we make excuses. As we go, well, they're really nice, and um, I like this about them and this about them, and this is missing. Chemistry is missing, and mm -hmm. um, and I don't like this about them, but I need to give them more time. Mm -hmm. And you have to realize when. You're, you're doing it for the right reasons mm -hmm. and doing it for the wrong sure. reasons. So, yes, if it's for the right reasons, it's not, you mm -hmm. know, the superficial stuff. Sure. If if they're meeting all of your negotiable, like your non-negotiables, they're meeting all of those. And yet, I, I hate to say it, but if that if that physical part, that chemistry part hasn't happened by the third or fourth date, it's probably not coming um, I would say give it three, but if it's not coming at three, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm all, I think, I think that's when you move on. I think that's when you move forward. It's great to have a new friend. It's another thing to sit and waste your time and want something to happen that may never happen. If you're dating and seeking a relationship just so you don't have to be alone, right? you're going to lose. Yeah. You're going to lose. And if you don't have that that physical attraction, I mean, we're, I mean, it's it's part of who we are. It's part of who we are. There well, has to be some semblance of of physical, sexual, desired attraction. Has you know, to be. it's funny. I've heard people say as they get older, they're like, you know what, the sex isn't as important as who they are inside, and that really. That really depends on the person. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just going to say like that. I'm going to be honest. That depends on the person because you, especially you hear women and I, you know, mm -hmm. I take care of women and men in my business as far as matchmaking. And I hear a lot of women over the age of 50, 45, 50, that will say, you know what? Sex is super important to them moving forward. They may not have had it in their marriage. They may mm -hmm. not have had it in their previous relationship. And Women are at a different point, you know. Women aren't um, having sex to have babies anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. That they're they're you know they've raised their kids. They're at a point sometimes as they're older that all they want to do is enjoy their person and have a uh, a spiritual, emotional, mm -hmm. and a physical relationship sure. with a man. Mm -hmm. So you know, sex could be really important to somebody. Listen for that if if it's important to you. Ask questions and listen if it's, you know, to hear if it's important mm -hmm. for somebody else. Because I know, um, and again, I don't know if she's watching, but I, and I know for sure that the guy isn't, but I think he said something, one of my clients that had a guy that said something to her like, um, well, I'm not, uh, I'm not asexual, but I'm not a wolf or something like that. Like in, he, cause he wasn't making the move. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, if you let too much time go by where you're just friends or you're not making a move mm -hmm. and there's no there's nothing chemistry wise happening mm -hmm. you're going to lose that person they're going to put you in the friend zone mm -hmm. so you know i'm here to tell you it's i'm don't jump in bed with people i'm not saying mm -hmm. do that don't do it what i am saying is you should engage 
in some type of intimate something within the first few dates, not the first, but the first few dates of dating somebody, you know, an intimate kiss, something to let them know mm -hmm. that you're interested and to see if there's any chemistry that's exchanged right. because it's done through our senses mm -hmm. and smell, a lot of smell is a lot of it too. Right. So that's important mm -hmm. that you get yourself out of the friend zone too. And ladies, I hear you get in this a lot too with guys is that, you know, you'll be, you'll be, um, watching your P's and Q's on your first few dates mm -hmm. and being friendly and getting to know them and very best friendly with a guy. But if you get, if you allow yourself to get in that friend zone and never show your sensuality and your sexuality and your sexiness and all of that to a man, he's not going to want you. Mm -hmm. It's, he's going to, he, he's going to lose interest too. So it's, a, and it's, it's a balance. Mm -hmm. It's a balance because you don't want to move too fast, right. but you also don't want it to be non-existent. Mm -hmm. You know, well, I'll tell you, you know, and, and, and my faith moves me in a direction when it when it when it has to do with sex. But I will tell you this sex is one of the most important, if not in the first one or two top two in any in any committed relationship. You have to have it. You are doomed to fail if you do not have it. And when uh -huh. I mean have it, I mean on a very regular basis, barring illnesses, et cetera, et cetera. You put yourself in a better position to be healthy, physically healthy, inside and outside. The science has proven this. You know, if, if you are not in your relationship sexually active, mm -hmm. you are making a huge mistake. Yeah. If one person has no interest in it, this, that, or the other, I'm sorry. Work on it. Try to get there. If you can't get there, it's time to go. It is a vital part of any relationship, any long-term relationship. Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. Jasmine, you have mm -hmm. a great question. Um, how do you let people uh, know that you have a busy schedule, but you'd like to get to know them in the beginning? Uh, so for you, you have commitments with your kids. And this is this is um, clearly a big, I mean, it's, it's a great question. And <clears throat> it it is just communicate. Let them know, you know, hey, I have a busy schedule. Um, I will make you a priority. So I think sometimes that takes planning. And be creative. Yeah, be, it takes planning. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear what you have to say about being creative. But, but but plan for it. So let them know, like, I I can do weekends or I can do during the week, but I have to plan in advance because of my kids. So if that's okay with you, let's just, you know, let, let lay mm -hmm. that on the table. And the other part of it too, Jasmine, is your end of it. You also need to be flexible. Meaning if somebody is important to you, you know, maybe it is taking that weekday night, you know, and getting a sitter, having family come over to watch your kids mm -hmm. and taking that time in the beginning to get to know somebody. Uh, because I do know some people that have been divorced that don't want to get a sitter. Um, and they don't want to ever leave their kids when it's their weekend mm -hmm. or it's their time. And, you know, having a love life and having a good role model for love and relationships in your home is what your kids need the most. They don't want to see you single. They don't want to see you um, completely. Well, they don't want to see you trapped in the house all the time either. They want to with it, them in order to in, in order to rear your children the right way. They they have to be exposed to 
not just their parent in this, oh my gosh, caters to this, caters to this. Yes. No, their human being parent, because they might not identify with it now or understand it, but later on down the road, we're prepping our children for the future, right. not today. We're doing the best we can to prep them for the future. You've got to set that example in your relationships, in your, you know, you're finding the right person, your ability to sit there and go, you know what, kids, tonight, grandma's going to stay with you. Or for the next two hours, I've got a babysitter coming in. Because mom, dad has to have that time. You have to, there's no way you can be a healthy parent without maintaining your own health. You are 100% right, Uh, Mm -hmm. Jim. Perfect point. Uh, You know, my parents, when I was little, I remember they always went on date night once a Mm -hmm. week. We had a sitter and my parents went on date night. Uh, Mm -hmm. So good for them. That's why they're still married at 60 years now. Uh, You know, um, the other thing, because I, I know we're running out of time, I think this is super important in this day and age of distractions. We need to be approachable. Here's where we lose it. We are so wrapped up in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're so wrapped up in these mm-hmm. things. We're on our phone. Our heads are down. We're somewhere sitting, having dinner, texting. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the amount of times I see people out to dinner on a date and the two of them aren't even talking. Mm-hmm. They're literally both on their phones texting or doing something on their phones. Yeah. Um, I've seen complete families, like mom, dad, two kids, and everybody's on their phone. Nobody's talking to each other. Yep. This is where we lose engagement and intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be approachable. That means, and people always laugh at me, like, how do you meet somebody in a grocery store or wherever you are? Look up. Look up when you're walking and look at people, make eye contact with them, smile at them, say hi. Mm -hmm. They can actually see your mouth now Mm -hmm. without a mask on, right? Right. Say hi, engage. And it doesn't need to be that you have an agenda because you want to date them. Say hi to whomever. You're being kind and thoughtful. Yeah. That's all. Pay attention. With no expectation. See, that's a thing. Kind and thoughtful with no expectation. Expecting nothing in return. Just yes. show kindness. Right. Just show kindness. Right. And be present. Be present. And I think that's the I think that's the thing I, I'm <laughs> saying here is be present because you could lose somebody amazing that's right in front of you. It could be the friend of a friend that's come mm-hmm. over to drop something off and you've just completely missed, mm-hmm. you know, the person that was with. I mean, you just you have to pay attention. Mm -hmm. People that are available and want love are everywhere. The best of them, sorry, I know some of you, I get it. You're online. You're trying to find people that way. Some of the best people are not online. And I'm just telling you that from what I do. Some of the best people don't want to go that route. So how do you find those people? You, You get offline and start getting out do what you love. Go find the things that you enjoy doing, walking in the park, taking a hike, going to the dog park, going rollerblading. Um, yeah, people still do that. I know somebody went roll. My neighbor went roller See, skating I, I prefer the, other day. the I prefer the roller skates with the four wheels on each one of them. The rollerblading, the single wheel thing. Yeah, not so much. I want to go back to the... <laughs> I grew up... I cannot believe we segued to that. I grew up going to the roller skating rink. That's how old I am. It was a blast. I loved every minute of it. I miss roller skating. I do too, very but, much. But find the things that you 
you love. Find mm-hmm. the find the things that you love. If it's the arts, if it's concerts, it's music, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that you love doing, go do that mm-hmm. and be present. Look around. Don't be on your phone. Don't be so engaged with your girlfriend or your guy friend that you're not looking around and meeting mm-hmm. people. Meet people. Talk to people. I know even at my party that I did uh, about a month ago, I thought we were all hot. It was hot. Um, and everybody was sitting down and kind of chatting and got real comfortable. Yeah. And I finally had to say, get up, get mm-hmm. off your tush, mm-hmm. which is life. Get off your tush and get out and meet people. Right. That's how you do it. Go find somebody you don't know. Go smile have a conversation. at somebody, say hello. Yeah, engage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 real, real quick. I know we're running out of time, even though I really don't know how much time we got left. I am massive anti dating websites. I, um, going, everything that you just said right there, seeking out help from people like you, okay, who do a fantastic job. I am so anti dating website because I'll be brutally honest, period. And everybody knows it if they're brutally honest with themselves. It's a meat market. That's all it is. It's a meat market. Um, And I'm talking about from personal experience and people that I've known countless, countless, countless Get off the dating websites. Go talk to somebody like Jennifer. Go out to the park. Go to the gym. Take a run. Go to the coffee shop, concerts, whatever the case may be. Go have dinner by yourself. Go whatever. Yeah. Don't be afraid of doing things alone because when you're doing things alone and you're comfortable in, enough in yourself, the unique version that is you, and you're comfortable being alone, you'll be amazed at how clearly you see what's around you. Yes. Give it a shot. Get off of that stuff. Yeah. And you know what? When you get off of that stuff, it's Mm. a crutch and I get Mm. it. We're all busy, but if you pay attention Mm. and you're present in life and you make loving people and blessing people, Mm -hmm. as you say, your part of your world on a daily basis, you'll meet a million people Mm -hmm. doing whatever you're doing. So just pay attention. It's not that hard. And, you know, the the dating websites are really hard to navigate. Mm -hmm. Can people find their mate on there? People do. Um, Is it a chance in a million? I think it is. I mean, I think sometimes people just intersect there and it happens. Mm -hmm. But, but... For the most part, these are other people that that may or may not be willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just talking to a client the other day, and she's like, "You know, these people don't want to drive. I live, you know, further away from them, and they don't want to drive. They're lazy. They're on a dating website. Mm-hmm. You know, absolutely. <laughs> they're they don't want they they're they're not getting off their tush. Go find the people that are already off their tush, looking, mm-hmm. and maybe they'll put the they're the ones that'll put the yeah. effort in. So, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, anyway, so just to wrap this up really quick. So we want to look at our our beliefs, um, our beliefs about dating, about ourselves, our limiting beliefs about dating mm-hmm. and ourselves. Um, we want to make sure we're active in our search. Uh, we want to make sure that we have realistic expectations mm-hmm. and no agendas as we're going out there. It's mm-hmm. okay to be intentional and have an intention, but no no personal agendas. Let things happen as they happen. Get out. Be approachable. Be present. Um, and quit with the unrealistic expectations. Right. Uh, that's where, you know, it's great to make your list. Great to be intentional about what you want. But right. stop with the superficial things, guys and girls alike. Stop with all the superficial things and open up the realm of possibility to what if you're just not... Right seeing 
you know, you're not in the right place. You're not putting yourself out in the right places. Uh, you're not um, looking in the right places. You know, even in the big city of Dallas, Fort Worth, you can go outside of DFW to find somebody. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, your person does not have to live within walking distance mm -hmm. to your home, right? So be a little bit more creative and open mm -hmm. to, to love. Right. Okay. Uh, you know what? Thank you all for watching. Uh, thank you all for being here this week. And uh, we will see you next Friday. Last, last Friday in August. I, I can't. Where did the month go? Well, hey, September 9th, football season. I, it's the fourth, right? September 9th is the first game of the year. It's a Thursday. Cowboys against uh, Oh, I'm talking Tampa college Bay. football. It's September 4th. Oh, sorry. September okay, 4th. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. your day. Georgia you Clemson. We're That's ready. Oh okay. Yeah, we're counting down the days. All right, y'all. Love you. Have a great weekend. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.